how do you know if you're chosen? Okay, so there are a few innate character traits that chosen ones are born with. There are a few circumstances that chosen ones are faced with. And there is reaped benefits that chosen ones get regardless. Okay, so let's go through that. Let's start off in our childhood, okay? Most chosen ones are from families who have some type of, they suffer from some type of poverty. Um, It could be like divorce, separation, maybe um, absentee parentism, um, maybe even like abuse right so i personally believe that most chosen ones have faced multiple types of abuse whether that be physical abuse psychological abuse sexual abuse emotional abuse spiritual abuse it's something and and it's traumatic for you um it actually even kind of lures you into the dark world for a while so you would see a lot of chosen ones engaging in you know some lower level some lower frequency things, right? Like prostitution, um, you know, selling drugs, um, you know, all kinds of illegal activities, maybe, you know, cyber fraud, crime, all kinds of like, all kinds of shit where honestly, they're the ones that are getting the shit end of the stick. That's usually how a chosen person is. So like, even if they are a prostitute, they're not going to prostitute other people. They would they sacrifice themselves, is what I'm trying to say. They're not going to put other people in the fire that they're walking through. Okay? Um, and again, that, that's about character. You know, it takes character to know that, yeah, I could probably have this whole team of people do things for me or do this with me and put themselves in jeopardy. But this is my walk. This is my journey. I take accountability for it. I'm going to walk this alone. Okay. So usually accountability is a major thing that chosen ones have, even in regards to their childhoods. Chosen ones have this ability to, in a sense, go through some fucked up shit And then you have to parent all the people that were supposed to be your parent. (laughs) Like, you have to reparent your parents. Usually with your wisdom, your compassion, your understanding, um, your wider view of the world, right? Um, Chosen ones can have all kinds of childhoods, you know, in regards to, like, popularity in school. Usually, it's always somebody odd, though. I'm not gonna lie. It's usually somebody odd. Like, they could even be very handsome or very pretty, but it's just something odd about them. They're different. They're they're unique. You know, they stand out. It's something about them. Um, sometimes they have a lot of friends, usually very shallow friends. Um, and then sometimes they have no friends, you know, and the friends that they do have is probably, like, one or two real solid niggas. <laughs> You know, that was me. I had one or two real solid people. But another thing is that your 
always kind of in a state of being alone, right? Like even in your childhood, even if your house was a full house, it's like you still felt alone. You still felt like, damn, I'm not fulfilled here. Even as a young child, even when you're in high school, you know, when you go to school, period, you still feel alone. You still feel separate, you know, isolated. Like you still feel distinctive. Um, And people know something about you is different. So, for example, you might have a parent who might be overbearing um, or might be codependent, right? So, they it's two kinds of, it's, two, it's almost, it's multiple kinds of situations, but what I've seen the most is usually you have parents who are just too strict, too, because they know, but then you have those parents who are very needy. They want you to, like, forgive them. They want you to like work for them, serve them because they know their spirit knows who you are. Okay. But both situations, no matter which side of the coin you're on, they're both hard for a chosen one because you never really get to be a child. You know, your childhood is probably filled with many experiences of adult things and always kind of having this innate sense of right or wrong. So that's another major one. Like, chosen ones have amazing discernment, even as children. You just know what's right from what's wrong. And if you do something wrong, you know that it's going to come with consequences. You know that you're probably not going to get away with this. You'll try. I know I have. But, you know, you don't get away. And eventually you learn. Okay, let me stay out of that. Let me stay out of this. Um, anything else about childhood? So they're different. They're unique. They usually have to reparent their parents. Suffering from trauma or abuse of some sort. Um, absence, again, absentee parentism. Um, maybe even some, like, depression. A lot of childhood depression, childhood isolation, uh, possibly some mood swings. Maybe people think that you're a little off, you know, you're crazy or you're different, whatever they try to say. Once you get to high school, um, you still feel kind of alone. You you could be surrounded by a hundred students and you just still feel like, okay, right? Um, And even, oh yes, when you are when you are into that type of like puberty age, a lot of your friends come to you for like advice. Yes. Yes. A lot of friends will come to you for advice. They will come to you with their problems. Um, and you'll know everybody's business like that as whether you want to know or not, people will feel naturally comfortable confiding in you about all these different problems, whether with their families, whether with their their teachers, you know, other friends, like people confide in you, people trust you. Major sign. And I'm getting, I'm going to tell you why, like, I'm going to tell you why all these things add up. Um, yeah. So like friends confide in you, you know, a lot of shit, you hold a lot of secrets, like, you know, mad secrets. Definitely. If you're a chosen one, you know majority of your entire family's secrets, whether you wanted to know them or not. And you know majority of your social circle's secrets, whether you know them or not. Uh, Whether you want to know or not. 
Now, when you start getting into, like, adulthood, chosen ones have horrible relationships. That ass. Just, just a string of difficult or unsatisfying relationships. And you very rarely find somebody who has the same exact love for God as you. People might pretend, because, like, you know... In this society, well, it used to be where people really used to look up to God. You know, they used to love God. And they, even if they didn't understand, they wanted to be connected with other people who had a relationship with God because it inspired them. Now it's different. Now people could care less. But you would not, you're very rarely equally yoked with someone. They usually have problems just like you, but can't cope. They can't cope. They can't be stable with you. They can't love you. They can't honor you. They can't support you. It's usually very draining. And you're usually the one doing all the giving. Whether that's giving emotions, time, energy, you're giving all. And you you usually get hurt. You know, sorry to say, but you usually go through a lot of pain in relationships when you're a chosen one. You know, eventually until you get older, you use your discernment for good this time. And, you know, you start making better decisions with your partners. But usually chosen ones in relationships have very taxing experiences, um, almost to the point to where you feel like you want to, you need to be celibate. Um, or you don't want to talk to anybody, date anybody, because you're like, nah, I got my own shit to deal with, and I can't, I can't deal with other people's sins. Like, I already have my own burden of sins. I can't put your burden on top of me. Um, also, in relationships, you will find that there's some type of spiritual, there's something spiritual in your, in your personal relationships, like romantically. Usually, you meet a lot of spiritual people, or you meet a lot of religious people. That's definitely a sign. But that doesn't mean that it's equally yoked. Because people can say that they believe in God, but then do like evil shit right after they said that. So it's not equally yoked, if you know what I mean. Oh, also, oh, before I jump into that, childhood, you had some type of connection with the church. Whether you, it doesn't matter if you went to church or if you read the Bible at home or your parents was very religious, usually it's some type of connection with the church. Like usually your your childhood was saturated in some type of religious experiences. That's major. That's major, major, major. And again, I'll say, I'll say why in a minute. Um, again, in adulthood, you might find yourself in a lot of crazy situations. I mean, situations where you'd be like, what the fuck? How did I end up here? Sometimes even, damn, thank God I made it out alive. You don't even know how you made it out. Like, you'll find yourself in crazy situations. And you'll find yourself knowing a lot of crazy shit. Mm Mm-hmm. By the time that you're an adult, if you're a chosen one, you're usually very aware of the world that we're in. You know instinctively that there are two different worlds. Or even more. But you know that this is not it. Something about this is not all. It's not a full story. You know that there are worldly things and then there are godly things. You intuitively know that. 
Um, also, on top of knowing, you know, that this world is like a simulation, when you're a chosen one, you usually have some type of gifts. Gifts. So it's either you're a dreamer, you can hear things, you can see things, you can feel things, you can smell things, you have all of those. Um, also, you're very good at alchemizing situations. So usually you could take a very sour situation, no matter what what or where or with who, and turn it into something positive. That's, that's believe it or not, that's a gift. Not everybody can do that. Not everybody can manage frequencies like that. Not everybody can temper situations like that. Um, so you know a lot of things, usually like a lot of conspiracy theories. You're exposed to maybe a, a new age spirituality or people try to expose you to it. So usually you'll see like, usually you'll have friends who are real hippie-like, like either real, you know, into smoking weed and just zoning out or people who doing shrooms and zoning out or um, people who are into like the metaphysical world, maybe wearing crystals, wearing jewels, doing tarot cards. Um, some type of new age spirituality is around you or it tries to come around you. You know, um, even like certain people who have certain African beliefs, like Pan-Africanism and all those type of things, all those things is rooted in new age spirituality. Believe it or not, I, I didn't know, but now I know. Uh, usually, again, because of your history with the Bible, with the scriptures as a child, when you go back to read it as an adult, um, you almost can see yourself in these characters, in these situations, in these predicaments, and you can easily identify, right? Once that happens to you, the Holy Spirit is shortly after that. So you usually hear or feel things where it's not exactly your intuition and it's not your gut instinct. It's the Holy Spirit. It's something telling you or guiding you to a life beyond what you think you're supposed to have. It's, it's something that reminds you of all the scriptures that you've read when you was a child or that you've heard, all the prayers that you love. It, it can remind you of it like this. It's, it's a friend. It's a companion. Right? And it's not like, it's not creepy. It's not a ghost or anything. It's literally, it's a spirit. It's energy. We're surrounded by energies all day, but that's the most purest divine spirit. Um, also, you could, you could communicate with God. You communicate with God, whether that be, again, through your prayers, through your dreams, through your astral travels to heaven, like all kinds of stuff. But either way, you can hear God and you know he hears you. Um, and I'm sure that there are like plenty more, but those are like the main things that I'm thinking of now. Yeah, like... The reason why you, your life needed to be set up this way is because your life, in a sense, needed to resemble the life of Christ. Okay? That's why. 
That's what this whole Christ consciousness is about. It's to put you in these circumstances to where your consciousness has to rise to the highest, purest level because you are a chosen one. You were, your soul was already called. God already said, I want that one. That one, you will be mine. I don't care what toxicity comes your way. You will always be mine. You will always return to me. Okay? And you know that because you, you feel it. You see God. You see God and everything. You see the number synchronicities. You see God making miracles happen for you almost overnight. You see, um, you see the possible and all the impossibles. That's all God. You have faith when, when they want you to have fear. You're, you're wise beyond your years. You're, you're compassionate beyond the love that you've received. Those are all signs and symbols. Like it, it's, it's almost like reeking through your skin, your chosenness, your divineness. People seek out to you. People seek out for you. They want to. They want to know where are you? What are you doing? Come through. They. Everybody wants to be around you. Everybody, even the demons, they lo- they want to be around you too because they they can't go where you're where you're from. They're not allowed. Um, and the reason why you needed to have this religious childhood is because you needed to know how this shit was going to be set up. You needed to be familiar with God. You needed to know how God moves so that when he starts moving in your life, a little light bulb goes off. Oh, something is special here. Something is unique here. Okay, now once you figure that out, even if you don't exactly know what it's called, right? Let's say if you didn't know that it was a chosen one. Let's say if you didn't know it was 144,000. Let's say if you didn't know, right? No problem. You always knew that something was with you your whole life, guiding you, protecting you. It's like if all your ancestors was assigned to you. Even sometimes your enemy's ancestors they would they would switch they would switch sides real quick. Oh, that's God over there? God is with that person? Come on, we out. You've always been protected. You've always got out of life and death situations. Um, and the reason why you struggle in relationships is because just like all our forefathers, oh my ear is itching. Just like all our forefathers, that Jezebel spirit comes to tempt you comes to steal your chosenness, steal your uniqueness, steal your divine gifts, blind you. Look at Samson fucking around with Delilah, a.k.a. Jezebel. You know, this person comes in, they charm you, they're nice, they're sweet, they're this, they're that, and all of a sudden they just do a fucking 180. It's like, whoa, who's you? Who's you? And then there's a 360 because you don't know them no more. It's like starting all over again. Like, damn, who are you? And then eventually you start to see them. You start to see them for what they really are. Decepticons, demons, trying to get you. And at the end of the day, remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So it's not the person. It's the fact that the person is an open vessel, an empty vessel, not filled with the Holy Spirit. So they can be used. They can be operated by external spirits who maybe have negative, nefarious intentions. 
towards you and towards any other chosen one. So you would notice that. You'll notice a lot of people trying to attach themselves to you. They either want to like, they want to marry you, they want to have your child, or they want you to have their child. They want to, they want a piece of that kingdom because they, again, spiritually, they know who you are. Maybe in the physical, it might not seem like it, but spiritually, they know. So they want to attach themselves to you in some way, shape, or form. Okay? Now, does that mean that they're bad people or that they're this, that? Of course not. Inherently, no. But when people are not filled with the Holy Spirit, they can be filled with anything else. And there's too much other kinds of spirits that are dark and devious that you you can't risk. So once your discernment starts to rise, once your gifts start to rise, your intuition starts to kick in, the Holy Spirit is guiding you, take heed to all of those things. Because too many times in our history have our forefathers fell from fucking with these incubus, succubus spirits. Okay? And you'll know it because they're like, they're needy. They need something from you. And if you try to get away from them, it's like... It's like they'll try to like, 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 almost force you, which is why we see a lot of magic being done on chosen ones, you know, because that doesn't only apply to romantic relationships, but that applies to even family. Family know who you are, especially if your family might be the most dangerous people, because if you were the one chosen out of your entire bloodline to represent your entire family. People are going to be looking at you like, ew, or jealous, or mad, or evil-eyeing you. Yeah, your own family. Because, again, this is spiritual. The spiritual is so much bigger than the physical. Because in the physical, it wouldn't make any sense why these people don't fuck with you. But in the spirit realm, because you're bright, you're shining, you have that seal on your forehead, I mean, (laughs) it's all war. And that's why when it comes down now to the physical, it's like, oh, what the fuck? I didn't even know we had beef. Right? So that's why some things don't make any sense. Like, you'll notice, chosen ones, a lot of people like don't like you for no reason. A lot of people pretend to like you, pretend to tolerate you, either for your wisdom, for the protection that comes with being around you, for whatever. They don't really like you, though. And you could tell. You just have to use your discernment. Um, And all of this stuff happens because, again, your life is supposed to be symbolic to Christ's journey. All right. So, you know, having unstable unstable childhood in whatever kind of way, um, then having people to lean on you for, for compassion and understanding you know, so you've grown past all these hurtful circumstances and, and kind of became become like a teacher, a guru, right? Even at a young age. Then you go ahead and you start doing the Lord's work. You spread in the message. You spread in the message about God. You always talk about God. Even if you don't mean to. Something about your speech. Something about you always just screams God. Whether you talk about God like in the physical with other people or not. Some people are kind of more secretive about their relationship with God. Whatever. 
But man, that threw me off. I wonder why. Um, yeah, but for the most part, you have to go through all these different trials. So spreading the word, right? Meeting a bunch of other people, um, being non-judgmental. That's a huge one. You're non-judgmental. Like you don't care what people are go- like really going through or or, or whatever, because you just you're just a good person. You know, you accept everybody. You you don't judge. You understand. You have compassion. You're a leader. You're a leader. People seek you. People seek your light. People seek your guidance. People speak, uh, seek you to to lead the way, right? Even your enemies. Most of your enemies don't really hate you. They just love you too much, and it just looks like hate when it, once it translates down here, because there's no, there's really no word for somebody who just loves you that much that they just don't like you. <laughs> you know, it's it's not jealousy. It's not envy. It's it's something else. There's there's really no word for it. Um. So yeah, you have all those, you know, you're not judgmental, you chill with everybody, you could be in multiple, so you're very versatile. Um, let's see what else. You're usually very fair, very fair-minded, you have a solid um, moral compass, so you know right from wrong, and eventually after a certain age, you just use it automatically. You don't even debate anything fucked up, you don't want anything fucked up around you, you just completely detach yourself from your old life. And that brings me into, well, before that, hold, stick, stick a pin in that. Then you usually have Judas. You have all these Judas-type situations around you. Um, you know, betrayal, enemies, cheaters, liars. It, it's always some type of Judas spirit trying to fuck with you. After that you might have some type of loss. And the reason why I say loss is because after Christ was betrayed, he was hung on the cross, right? So you usually have your hung on a cross moment at some point in your journey where you just lose everything or you lose, you know, what's important to you, what's vital to you. But here's the beautiful thing about that. Because in three days... Our Lord and Savior re-arose, right? He re-arose from the tomb. He re-arose from his death. And so do you. So do you. No matter what you go through, you come right back. Even bigger, better, and more understanding. Your spirit is bigger. Your heart is bigger. Even after you've suffered a death, many deaths. It's like every time your soul, your spirit dies, it's like it gets regenerated into this bigger, huger spirit. And you're you're even more softer, you're more kinder, you're more compassionate, you're more understanding. You even pray for people who hurt you. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Right? Um, you you again, you have the Holy Spirit, you have these gifts, you have these abilities. Okay, and again, you just always you're always fighting wars. You're always fighting wars. You're always in some type of spiritual battle. 
those are just some of the ways to me that a chosen one or chosen ones could know who or what they are, where they come from. And there's several scriptures about chosen ones. You know, there's the scripture about chosen ones that talk about, you know, God, God set them apart. Um, he formed, you know, formed you in your mother's belly. He, he called you even before he formed you. Um, the chosen ones are blameless, are innocent, are, you know, um, they're not defiled. They're not, in a sense, they're virgins. They're virgins all over again. And not virgins in that type of way. Because remember, the Bible is a metaphysical or an, and a metaphorical book. So you have to think bigger than that. But it's like, you're not tainted with all these different gods. You have this one, you believe in a monolithic God. You know who God is. And then because you died on the cross, right? Of course, if you get reborn again, you are what? A virgin. Then usually you get put into a marriage, some type of commitment. Okay, it doesn't have to be a legal marriage because, you know, render to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. <laughs> but usually you're in some type of commitment, you know, because God wants you to live a pure life. You know, he wants you to help someone, inspire someone. So usually to me, two chosen people very rarely would end up together because Let me not say that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me not say that. Maybe it could be that all chosen people end up together in some type of way. Because, again, when man and woman come together, they what? Form the image of God. And if Christ is God's son, right, his, his only creation, then that would mean in order for us to look like Christ, right? To to um not to look like Christ, but for us to bring this 5D, this out of worldly spirit into the human earthly plane, then we need to come together in our flesh bodies just like Christ came in his flesh body. So when two people come together, again, that creates the image of God. So I'll take that back. Most chosen people will end up with other chosen people. Because they will be the only ones who can really understand your journey. The only ones who can really resonate with you. Now, does it have to be like that? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Sometimes you might get a... if Let's say if the person who you were supposed to be with doesn't step up to the plate. Or let's say if they were called, but they're not answering, right? Because as many are called, but few are chosen. If they are called and they're not answering, then somebody else who's answering or has answered probably will be introduced into your life. Excuse me. Because, again, all these couples have to be equally yoked. Like, you have to be. In some way, shape, or form. Like, and usually it's all about God. So, I want to... I want to end there because then... From there, from those couples, then we go into the kingdom, Christ's kingdom, Christ's reign on earth, which is when we start to see all these beautiful children being born, these highly gifted, highly intuitive children being born um, who are going to change the world. They're going to they're going to solidify 
this bringing down of the 5D. Like they're going to they're going to do it. They're going to be the ones who are working in the 5D, who are serving the most high in the 5D. Um and then you're going to see a lot of businesses, a lot of Christ kingdom type of businesses, you know, um kingdom schools, kingdom banks, kingdom you're going to know. You're going to know cuz as the world splits like right now, we're even watching. If you really pay close attention right now, it's happening. The world is splitting. Our views is splitting. Our consciousness is splitting. And you can tell who's who now more than ever before. So that's just some of my signs. Um, this is this is a big major one. If you have any signs that you're familiar with, I'm going to go ahead and post a Q&A on our Spotify definitely sound off what signs do you guys have because I feel like I feel like I'm even I'm missing hundreds of other signs too hundreds so go ahead and sign off uh I said sign off (laughs) go ahead and sign uh again go ahead and sound off in the (laughs) Q&A go ahead and sound off in the Q&A about all the signs and symbols that you've had on your journey if you feel like you've been called to be chosen, to be the one to do this. Till next time.